up, everyone? Welcome to another show of the Dueling Monkeys podcast. I'm Steve. We have a Dean. We have Tom and Nate here today. Nate is going to be a recurring guest from here for a while now, so probably permanent, permanently depends on Nate. Depends on Nate. Mm-hmm. And his flaky ass. <laughs> Whatever. You He's didn't show up and you're robotic. Look, man, life gets in the way sometimes, all right? I, I don't care. You didn't show up to D&D. I wanted to. Uh, but you didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. You're right. My bad. Speaking of which, you have no more gold. Uh, why? Because I upgraded your character. <laughs> you upgraded my character? Yeah, with weapons. Oh, cool. <laughs> the only acceptable reason to lose your gold. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I would have done that if I had the chance. But, you know, we were wandering for past, like, ten sessions. That's not my fault. You guys choose to follow my brother. <laughs> I mean... I'm just enjoying the conversation. Anyways... <laughs> what are we what 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 are we what's the topic today, Steve? Well, I'm gonna start we haven't with even the got joke. to the yeah we haven't even got to the topic and we're already off topic. Rabbit holes. That I thought that was what we discussed last week because we're doing rabbit holes this week. Uh, yeah. Well, the, well, the topic for the week it really invites rabbit holes anyway. So. Oh yeah. Anyway, before we start, like and subscribe. I think that's two times we got it at the start now. Yeah. I, th- I feel like we're starting to get a little more listeners now once the school started, because we kind of took a little dip there in the summer. Oh, huh. probably everybody just being busy. Yeah, so it's starting to go up a little bit again, so maybe we're not a summer pod, but mm. it's all right. We still got we got our fans. Please like, subscribe, and share. We're fun. We're great. And those that already do, you're awesome. Yep. So I just want you to know, do you know the difference between like, love, and showing off? Don't know. Spit, swallow, and gargling. Really? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like it? I'm trying to figure out which one's which. Well, gargling is clearly the showing off. If they yeah, love you, but... they swallow. Fair Although enough. that's a weird way to say that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't think that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Bad joke? All right. I'm, I'm good at getting bad jokes in there. <clears throat> okay, fine. What do you call an artist with a brown finger? Yeah, oh, fuck. What? <laughs> A pick asshole. I'm not sure I get that one. Like Picasso. Um, A pick asshole. There you go, Tom. uh, Now that you're up to speed, Tom. Whatever. (laughs) What what do women and noodles have in common? Tom, are you both better when they're wet? That's a good one, but no. You gonna offend our women listeners, Tom? Nope. You already did that one. Probably. <laughs> hey. 
both wiggle when you eat them. <laughs> also good. <laughs> good one, Tom. Uh-huh. I don't get it. I'm just kidding. Here, okay, if I offended our, our the women, here's the opposite. What do you call the useless piece of skin on a dick? A, a, a man. The man. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so to start off, so I was talking to my little brother, and this is for Nate because. Uh, doing the pod i'm like nate has a voice that really reminds me of somebody so the last week i was sitting there thinking about it and i was like i know exactly who who i'm thinking of and then my little brother texts me and he goes uh that nate on the show he he sure reminds me of our cousins when he talks he sounds just like our cousins like yeah he sounds like a mixture of the two doesn't he He goes yeah and i go that's funny i'm glad i didn't think that (laughs) i'm not the only one that thought that (laughs) Bay, you sound like a combination of two of my cousins together. No, no, no insult, no nothing like that. It's just you said it's like you sound like my cousins. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you fit in. Cool. I'll take it. Anyway, <laughs> I was I was trying to come up with something about putting your cousins together and Nate coming out. What do you get when you cross my two cousins, Nate? Here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently, you're you're inbred now. <laughs> From two maybe dudes. We're, maybe we're distantly related. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, hell, you never know in Utah. <clears throat> yeah. But even though, but Nate was Nate German, kinda. I have. Yeah. I think I have like a couple German ancestors, not very many. Just like I have, we found out, I've got some Irish, Scottish, I've got un-African ancestor, and Danish and English is what I'm, I'm a mutt, I'm a mutt. Well, I think for the most part, everyone at this point's a mutt. Yeah. <laughs> You go do that blood test and it comes, or that spit test or whatever, that comes back. You have a little of everything, even a little Antarctican in you. Well, what's in Antarctica? Penguins. <laughs> a little penguin in you. You, you know, those, those uh, tests are, are full bullshit, right? Yeah, I heard the ones that the be- best to get the best results are uh, blood tests. Yeah, because you can't really get. DNA <clears throat> on the little bit of saliva that you don't want you to get. Yeah. And not only that, the contaminants are ridiculous. The only reason I know this is because my wife's in microbiology and they've learned that that shit is bullshit. So they basically just throw results at you just to get your money. Mm. So you hear that, folks? If you're going to do it, make sure you're finding one on sale. speaking of which speaking of which our topic for the day is how we would make the world better so I'm probably going to name this episode WWYD what would you do 
what would you do to make the world better? And we, we kind of talked about it before uh, Nate was in the group text, uh, trying not to keep it political and religious, but that always works its way in. So, Well, yeah, I mean, changing the world has a lot to do with politics and the religion and shit like that. Here, I can end the episode now. Do you want me to end it now on one thing? Everybody just needs to be nice. <laughs> Done. Yeah. I'll go the opposite route. <laughs> Rabbit holes? Any, no, I was going to say anyone have a, under a 100 IQ, kill them. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. That's like... <laughs> that's what Hitler wanted to do. I'm just say saying. Some eugenics bullshit. It's kind of like Thanos, but... It was just random. I mean, yeah. I I feel like uh, you know, starting with the, you know, the the Nazis and the, uh, the pedophiles is probably best. I'm okay with that. Just because people are dumb doesn't mean they're either one of those or evil. No, but they don't contribute very much. I would argue that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, no, I want to go full on fucking the worst way possible. Sometimes, he wanted to be. He wanted sometimes to be the nice. smartest people can do the dumbest things. That is true, but I. But he wanted to be nice to everybody. I'm going the complete and total opposite. Mass murders. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Now we've so got Tom, the this show's off to a good start. Tom is <laughs> friends with all those shooters. That's that's where he gets yep. his ideas from. And he's oh. just invited all of the Nazis into the into being our followers. <laughs> hey, if, if it brings money. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but they, they just Christ. they join so we can make fun of them. Oh, so do we need to start spouting more Jew jokes and no? Please do, please don't. Christian please jokes don't. and all those. Do we need to start getting those on to get them in? I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm already horribly uncomfortable with this episode. <laughs> we're the ant. We're the anti-pod. We're anti everything. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I do. There is like it just popped up, and I thought I'm like I'm gonna totally throw this in. So, a couple just days simmer, ago, Tom, we don't want to make Nate uncomfortable. No, it's okay. If uh, he's that, uncomfortable, that, that, then there's probably some listeners that might get uncomfortable. <laughs> this is the whole reason I say it, to make Nate uncomfortable. It's my job in life. Pod off. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll listen next week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, there was a couple guys in the break room, and let's talk about mass murdering. Um, and, but they're like, oh... I'm going to defend my home. I'm going to kill everybody that comes near me. Blah, 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 blah. Talking about all the guns they own. And then they're going to bitch about the mass murderers. murderers. I'm like, you're basically right there on that line. And you don't see how close you are to those fuckers. You're, you're only waiting for somebody to invade your space to do it. Yeah. Like, it, but it, how they talked, it sounded like envy. And, like it's like oh America blah, 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 blah. and like those are the people that drive me nuts. But that that got me going. I'm like oh, let's go totally fucking off the rails. Very beginning of the pod. That's what you did. I just said be nice. I know, but that, <laughs> I'm just telling you why I got to that state. 
because there are a lot of people out there that would totally get behind that, especially today. Like we are following in the footsteps of all of the the governments that have fallen before us. So, so just thinking about the pod and now that you bring up like extremes and things, the thing I think about is, is before, like, this is one thing I think that would change that would help is to think before you act. Yes. Because a lot of people are like, let's, you know, we're just going to go all out right off the start. And it's like, do you understand the repercussions of some things like that? Like, yeah, you might feel a little benefited now, but what? What did, chain of events did you just set off that potentially is worse? Yeah. Well, and the sh- shitty part is like that already goes into politics again because I w- I've been listening to a lot of stuff and they're the baby boomers are what's in our government right now. And apparently their most of their motto growing up and stuff like that is like, why wait? We might die tomorrow. Let's just do everything for us. And that's kind of what what everybody, like all the laws and stuff is whatever benefits them the most, not thinking about the fact, like the the thought process, like I'm going to plant a tree, not for me, not for my kids, not for my grandkids, but my great grandkids. No, it's got to be whatever benefits me right here and right now. And that's kind of where we're standing. I can understand that to a point, though, because like you, you don't. Like not out of a out of a political stance, but like if you just look at your own life and trying to live your own life, why live like you're gonna, you know, live forever? Like you do what you can to better yourself and your family, and in turn they should be doing that. So it should carry down to generation to generation. So it would cover what you're thinking, but at the same time, it's like we shouldn't, you know, just kind of hide out and not have fun. Well, I mean, you got to live like you are going to die tomorrow. Right, but there's a balancing act. I mean, you want your kids to be better off than you. Yeah, so you you teach them and it should rub off on them. And when they get grow up and have their kids, they'll do the same. Yeah, that's what that's what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But that's not what right now they're thinking is like, okay, well, what can make me the most money before I die? So I can spend yeah, everything yeah, I, I can. Part. I'm, I was just taking a different aspect of it. No, yeah, I know. What do you think, Nate? We scared think... him off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, so I think definitely um, having like a bigger picture in mind, like seeing more than just like what's right in front of you, going for that, like the instant gratification has um, it has consequences, right? Yeah. Almost all the time. So being able to see the bigger picture and like long-term and how things are going to affect people down the line and, you know, even your own kids. Cause if you have, you know, if you have kids, you want them to have, you know, a good life and you want their kids to have a good life and all of that. And you kind of have to look pretty far into the future to make sure you're doing things that aren't going to ruin that for them. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think that's where you, you, you know, you take care of your kids and they in turn learn and you, you know, you can't control it. Cause later down the line, they're going to, they, 
they could just change and their stance could be like complete opposite of what you thought. And they mm-hmm. could just be, Oh, I don't want to be what my parents taught me, but at least you tried like, cause you don't know how you're the, you know, the next generation is going to grow up their kids. Like you don't know how they're going to grow up. So it's, you kind of got to help what you can now with your kids to learn and grow. So in turn, they can do the same when they have kids. Yeah, but the so that brings my me to my next uh, extreme is testing before you have a kid. <clears throat> like you have to go through and prove that you can be a good parent. Like it's never going to happen, but like in a crazy world, because all the people that ignore their children that like. No, that, that... Look, Google well, like the... said, that'll be a rough one because that's like taking away people's agency. I mean, they've taken mm-hmm. it away on a lot of other things, but you're, right. Be, I'm just be a just lot of repercussion on that. That's why it's an extreme. I mean, yeah. I don't like. I don't really think. I don't feel like it should happen, but it's something that could happen because just the fact is okay. If you're a sociopath or like the people that are looking at Googling how long my kid can survive in a trunk before they die. So, so let me pose this question to you. I I don't believe it by any means, but what if they did the, like China does and you can only have one kid. So once you have one kid, that kid comes out, they tear your, the woman's insides out. Hysterectomy done. So they can't have any more kids. I don't know if that would work. I f- because like that we don't. I'm have just the saying. Same... I don't. I'm not sure. I'd believe that. It just is a thought that popped in my head. But well, the thing is, is that right there, they also want men, and they they used to kill. Like if you had a female, they used to kill the baby right there. Yeah, I remember that. <clears throat> so, I I can only imagine what our society would do that because they still have like the honor and the family values and stuff that like we haven't and like manners and stuff like that. A lot of stuff that us as Americans has have forgotten. But my, my whole reason in this is because most people ignore and hate their children. I don't know how many uh, Facebook groups there are and they're just bitching and bitching about their kids then why the fuck did you have a kid? Dude, you're, like, in I, weird, you're in the weirdest groups, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not my groups. It's the shit that my wife tells me, like, oh, they're bitching about this, or they're bitching about this. And you see it in, in news and all this other shit. I mean, it could be just because that's all the negativity that I see. But how can you have a kid, and, like, every day my kid is just, the wondrous everything that she is is amazing how can you hate that how can you think that that ruined your life except for you weren't ready or you're not prepared or you shouldn't have a kid so so here's my thoughts i'm not trying to anger anybody so nobody take it personal or anything but i think a lot of the issue is um like those teen and pregnant shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what was the, like, what did the doctors tell you? Like, 
for a woman's body to be fully ready, isn't it like the age 21 or something like that to start having kids? Yeah, the, like fully developed. Yeah, that their body's ready to handle and be capable to do it. So if the if that's say the recommended age, why is all of a sudden a teenager the now going to be the new norm? Because you know, if that's the recommended age, that means that gives your baby the best chance to be the healthiest it can be. Right. I'm not saying I, that they're not going to have a healthy baby. Like, here, I'm not trying to offend anybody or nothing because I know, I know people who got pregnant when they were teenagers. But it's just, you know, I don't know how they feel about it. Those who do, who did, I don't. But no, but uh, like, I get where you're coming from, and I got something with go with that one is the, the, the program itself, the the show itself doesn't. It makes it glamorous, like yeah, they glorify it, it. Yeah, so they they um, sc- the teenage pregnancy skyrocketed when sixteen and pregnant came out. Mm-hmm. And those shows keep going on and keep go- they they still have a some that yeah. go around. <clears throat> oh yeah, They're not I mean, as popular as they used to be, but no, but it just why like everything that's dumb. Or, like, and I get they're trying to be, like, oh, informative to a certain point, but they're doing the opposite because people want to be rich quick. I know. I think that's how people, other people see it, too, is, like, that we're having the kids that young. They're like, oh, look at them. They're happy. Oh, they got in an argument. They got in a couple arguments. Yeah, you can get over that. Oh, look at the nice cars they're driving. They're able to still go buy a home. It doesn't show the struggles of raising a kid. It doesn't show the struggles of meeting your bills sometimes when an emergency happens. Like you got got to put new tires on your car. You get in a car wreck or um, you end up in the hospital or something and you got these bills to cover. And it's like they're not showing the day to day. They're just showing the best parts of the day. Yeah. Well, and uh, my sister-in-law is a, a teacher and all like 90% of the kids their goal in life is to be a TikTok star or, or an influencer or something. And she just said that now that they're about to graduate, they're not gotten anywhere. They have no idea what to do with their life. That's I mean, scary. I feel like that's just a struggle that every kid has though. Yeah. But I mean, I mean when we were growing up, you... we weren't thinking, Oh, we need to be famous. Well, I mean, there were plenty of kids that did, though. Like, yeah, I mean, everyone think, wanted but, to be a movie star. Everyone wanted, you know, whatever the, whatever rock the star. quick duck was. Yeah, the rock or star. sports everything. player. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I wanted to be. It was like, I wanted to grow up and play sports and look at me now. An overweight guy working at the meatpacking plant. Like, <laughs> I, I went way in the other direction. But well, I don't like think that, technology but... has changed any of that at all. I think it's just redirected it. And yeah, it changed the you know, focus the... somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Now, but I, I don't know. You're, you're right. So I remember back, like growing up in those age groups, they're like, "Well, what do you want to be?" It's like, okay, well, I thought about like maybe I want to be a builder, or maybe I want to be a, you know, like an engineer or something, or I want to be a doctor, or you know, a sports player was always you know across my mind, but. You know, something like that. Like you had an idea. Nowadays, it's just you want to be on the internet to do something. You don't want to have the effort to do. You don't want to work. See, mm-hmm. my my thing is that when I was growing up, ever since I was six, I want to be a tattoo artist. 
That'd be cool. Yeah, and well, what's what's weird is like I didn't even think about doing art as a profession until I was in my thirties. So. Yeah, see, I always wanted to be some sort of artist. See, I never thought I'd be a podcaster, but here I am. <laughs> it's because podcasts didn't, like, you were, it, in our generation, it would be a DJ, the disc jockey. You know, I'd still like to be a radio host. I still think that would be really fun to do. <clears throat> I I don't know. I think like, KRCL has some openings. <laughs> who's that? Uh, it's an independent radio station here in Utah. KRCL. Have to send me the info. I'll have to look into it. I want yeah. to get a station that plays stuff that you don't typically hear. That's, That's them. them. That's yeah. Them. They they're uh, it's. I think I'm pretty sure it's volunteer basis, so you wouldn't be paid for it at all. But you know, I you think can get they, your name name out there. Yeah, they can teach you how to how to run it and whatnot. And usually the openings are like late night ones, but some pretty good stuff on there. That would be the hardest thing is the late nights ones. Hmm. So where you get the crunchy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> crusty stuff. Crusty. The crusty stuff, yeah. I got my I got my crus mixed up. That's where I found a lot of the crusty stuff that I listened to. It was uh... that was like ninety percent of your shit. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean to a certain extent, there was also a decent amount of just exploration. Like as soon as we got like Pandora and you know, well, honestly, as soon as we got stuff. YouTube. Yeah. Dude, I, I love having the streaming service because I found some pretty cool uh, hard rock, almost metal African bands. Dude, they're really good. They, I don't understand what they say, but they're awesome. They sound so good. I just <laughs> Google it and find it and start lit because I'm like, I'm tired of listening to all the same stuff. So let's go to a different country and start finding other countries or other continents and listening to their stuff. Uh, well, the one that Nate got me into a um, long time ago um, was a random punk genre, Psychobilly. Oh, yeah. Psychobilly, Psychobilly sounds, fami- sounds familiar. I, I want to say I've had you hear, um, listen to one of the songs, but it's pretty good. But like, I can only take it for like maybe a day or two. Then I need to fucking have like two year break. <laughs> a two year break? <laughs> it so can be kind of intense. Yet. It, it's just raunchy, like non-political stuff. Um, usually well, centered it, around horror. Yeah. Well, uh, the biggest thing I can think of is like rockabilly mixed with punk. Yeah. Rockapunk. Yeah, but like more along the lines of like, um, uh, like misfits type punk, where it's you know like the horror rock type stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I never, but it, it's I usually never really high tempo. Growing up, and then I get older, and now my music taste has been well broadened. You, you know, I I can go with that one too because I used to hate AFI. Well, you just haven't listened to the good AFI. <laughs> no, I love AFI now, but <laughs> like it was childish why I hated AFI is because one of my uh, exes loved Davy. Mm. Emo Davy. Yeah. In- <clears throat> Non-binary Davy. He's emo. It was his emo. Phase. No, he's he's non-binary. <laughs> I don't care what he is now. Emo is an emotion, not a, it's not a gender. Uh huh. You could be you could be gay or non-binary or whatever and still be emo. 
he was he was I don't know about their new stuff because what was the, the new band that he started? He has a uh, few bands. Yeah, it's like called like yeah. Black Black. It's like BLAQ or something like that. He's got a couple. Um, he still plays with the AFI though. I saw him with uh, Anti Flag. Oh, it was a really good show. And Rise Against was there too. Black Audio, Dream Car, AFI, and Extremist without the vowels in it. Mm. And Son of Sam. Oh, Son of um. Sam is old. He hasn't been in that for a minute, unless he went back to it. Well, I just I, I just googled uh, bands he was in. Oh, gotcha. Son of Sam is a weird band. They keep like sw- swapping out. It's like a punk supergroup in a sense. I don't know. They swap out their lead singer and other bandmates quite often. Yeah, they were... Last time I checked, I liked some of their stuff. I, I didn't listen to a lot of it. My older brother brought it home and. Listen to it and I was like, that's pretty interesting. An yeah, American horror stuff. punk band is what they're they're labeled as. Mm-hmm. So anyway, well, honestly, honestly, I feel like a lot of that earlier punk shit was about death and resurrection and fucking basically tearing down the system, bringing it back up, all that sort of shit. A lot of death. <laughs> so, since we've already gone really deep, I'm not going to really bring up some of my lesser things to change the world, but maybe I'll mention it at the end. But uh, one of my big things, Tom's already kind of touched a little bit, is uh, I think we need to spend less time like online or on your phones and spend it with people. So, like your family, your kids, your brothers and sisters and whatnot. Yeah, get more in touch with people. Yeah, get in touch with people in reality and not virtual reality or your phone or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, just that alone will make you realize what's really going on outside instead of sitting in your phone. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know what's happening over in China right now, like. Or, you know, another country or whatever. Like, sit and listen to my son when he comes home. Like, he tells me, oh, this is what happened at school. This happened and this and this. You're like, holy crap. Like, that's the thing going on. And he goes, yeah. And I go, oh, that's that's interesting. Like, that's fun to hear about. <laughs> he, he Some of the stories he comes home and shares. And some, yeah, of the annoying, think... some of the annoying things he brings home, too. I'm like, oh, my gosh. We're right, we've entered those phases where you're gonna bring home everything that your friends do, and it's gonna be annoying. <laughs> I think there's definitely like a limit to everything, but I do think that a lot of the technology that we have now allows us to connect better with people if it's used that way. So yeah, like yeah, if but... you're just like like doom scrolling through YouTube or Facebook Shorts or whatever or Facebook News, then yeah, you're gonna have a bad time. But like, I mean. Being so able you to do when you're on the toilet around the now. world. Yeah, What's Steve, that? you're on the toilet a lot. <laughs> a lot of the ones I send to you, Tom. To be fair, I'm at work, waiting for waiting for uh, something to load up or what whatnot, and I thumb through and send you a few. 
Yeah, most of mine, I'm either playing with my resin or I'm fucking on the the shitter. <laughs> it's the best time. I know, Nate. Have you caught up on any of the ones I sent you? One out. I have not. Not at all. No. <laughs> uh, you just look at it like, no, nope, not touching it. Nope, nope. Mm. No, I just haven't been on Instagram. I just don't touch it, Instagram. It's a slippery slope. Once you start, you're in it. Yeah, I know. I would never thought I'd be sending people shorts, and then fucking Steve got me hooked. Yeah, it's always my fault. Uh, yeah. I gotta well, blame somebody. Yeah, Tom, Tom has a way of blaming everyone but himself. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's all American way, isn't it? America. <laughs> I think there is something to be said. Like, as, if I'm going to go into, you know, one of my options for making the world a bit better, um, I would say there's a reducing the population, not by like killing people, but you know, just by like, like limiting how many kids can people can have in a way. Yeah, don't don't do the twenty kids bullshit. Yeah, we. I mean, replace yourself so that we don't need to like. If everyone like just shoots to replace themselves as opposed to having, you know, 15, 20 kids, just the population over time. Man, well, I mean, for the long term goal that doesn't have like massive negative uh, impacts. Well, I mean, even just one that, to reduce just one family, one kid. I mean, but that's, well, that's still shitty. But well, that that's the thing, though, is like there's still plenty of people out there who won't have any kids. So if everyone's just replacing themselves, then the population will go down pretty quickly. Yeah, fair enough. In in the grand scale of things, like it's, yeah. you know, you're not going to see next year that oh, the population no. is halved. No, but you know, yeah, over, no, over but a few think generations on things would start going down. <clears throat> yeah, we could start driving well, down the street and seeing farm country again, instead of more apartments nice. and more townhomes and more. <laughs> Everything you don't want to see. Yeah, that's never gonna stop. Or you could just you could just be like Thanos and just snap some away. Hey, I mean let me bring this up to you, okay? Uh My little brother pointed this out to me. He's gonna be proud of it. So people get upset that Thanos did that, but people are also okay with uh God coming in the New Testament and creating a flood and getting rid of people and keeping some people of God coming in and getting rid of some of the population and only saving some of it. Yeah, I mean, I know it was to get rid of evil people, but kind of the same concept. I mean, if you could target the Thanos snap, like I said, to be, you know, anyone who's enslaving people, because, you know, we still have slaves uh, around the world, like anything like that, all the pedophiles, all the fucking neo-Nazis, just get rid of all of them all at once. I think we'd get rid of a lot of people. Yeah, you would. Yeah, but, yeah, for, for the most part, but, like, at a certain, like, when it comes down to, like, splitting hairs, there's some things that people find that we do that are evil that, and vice versa. Yeah, but so, I mean, pretty much everyone can agree that Nazis are fucking evil. Pretty much everyone no. can agree that pedophiles are evil. So you just take those two out, right? And then there's no yeah. like debate yeah, no, about no. it. Dude, that I mean, would yeah, get, no, 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 get rid of a I'm lot good. of dudes. <clears throat> yeah. 
I'm get I, I'm I'm good with that. But like when it starts, like when you start saying evil, then it, like okay, those guys are just wiped out. But then when it starts getting into thing, oh well, like oh I've masturbated too many times in my life, so yeah. now I'm evil. Well, yeah, that's why you stop there. Like you don't go any further after that. You just stop with with those two groups of people because everyone can agree that they're fucking evil, except and for then, themselves. They're well, yeah, the only well, they can go do. fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So there was one dude that I I feel like I I found a way that he was definitely a pedophile because he was trying to well if they just own the picture that's not that bad they didn't take it they're still endorsing yeah. it it's still fucking like okay there's, there's still some kid that was fucking <clears throat> used for you to get that yeah. picture yeah if you weren't and... there to buy that picture or acquire that picture in some way then there would be no there would be less of a reason for that kid to be abused like that guilty by association yeah. Yeah. And that that was like the biggest red flag I've ever seen in my life is when he said that sentence. Like, yeah, okay, we're uh, I'm not dealing with you anymore. Fucking gross. Yep. And I, I fucking avoided that dude like a plague. That's what ruined one of my favorite bands that. was because the singer was like that. <laughs> what band? Lost Profits. Hmm. I, it, it's one of the, their music is so good. I haven't bought any of the, like they had a really recent, well, before he got caught, the singer got caught and put in jail. They had an album. Yeah. I never bought that album, but the other ones, like, they're so good. It's really hard to not want to listen to it, but you don't want to support that dude, but you want to support the other band members and whatnot. But yeah, but that, yeah. that never stopped anybody that liked Michael Jackson. I mean, and it was never. It was never proven, right? I think they found some really weird shit once he passed away on the. Well, he did right, but... hold his son over but... a balcony like he was gonna drop him. That was on live TV. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but that that's weird shit, not pedophilia. Oh yeah. Like, but I mean, like, what grown man <clears throat> wants to sleep in the same bed with a bunch of kids? Like, there's just too many weird things that just. No, no, I, I, I agree. Like, but like. Just say that he never did it. I know there are, there's an actual, like, mental state that they think they're still a child, so they want to relate to children. I'm not saying he had it, but there's so always a case. that a mental illness then? I, I, I definitely feel like Michael Jackson had a lot of mental illness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I mean, I, child I, star. I, I, yeah, but I feel like he and his, like, I mean, even look at Janet. I'm pretty sure they were abused as children. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they so went through it, some shit. It, it's not that far from it, but I'm not, like, it's one of those things I'm on the fence. Like, it's really easy for him to do it, but I could also see him never quite growing up and constantly thinking he's a kid as well. So yeah, like, just... if they didn't have any proof, because that's when everything hits the fan. When somebody dies, usually all the fucking proof comes out. Everything comes out. But since they, I, they didn't they have like hard anymore. proof. Yeah. But I mean, besides like eyewitnesses and stuff like that, I mean, I'm like that. It's just one of those weird things. Like, I wish I knew, 
because I really like his music, but with all that controversy, if it was proven, I don't think I'd ever listen to shit ever again. So I'm, I'm just, I get where you're coming from with the, that. Like, I really like his music, but I don't want to because of what he's done. It, and well, that's the hard thing about it, though, too, is that. So I'll just say that band, The Lost Prophets. Like, I grew up growing up, and then finding that out, you're like, well, I can't just not like the music anymore. I grew up years and years of listening to it. It's like that's hard to something to just, you know, not want to get rid of, but. Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, how much how much of Michael Jackson's music is everywhere? Every yeah, people do covers of it all the time. Mm-hmm. He, he is the pop king. Yeah, well, that I think it's just at, that, that at that point you can still like the music, just don't like the artist. Don't like the person, but I mean. Yeah, you have to separate it at some point, but that's still pretty hard. Yeah. Um. So I got one going off on another tangent. Um, I feel I feel like that we we kind of clarified that. That's all right. That we're gonna go we're gonna go down rabbit holes. So. Well, it's it's really hard not to because like it's such a broad topic. Well, yeah, especially with something like this. Yeah, but yeah. I. I feel like what what would at least help Americans right now. So I'm what not would so you do sure then about... to like change your community? Because I feel like that's where you're going to start changing the world as you change <clears throat> where you're at. Well, I don't know where this starts. That's the problem. Is the With you? Ri- well, the no. I'm <laughs> saying like in your in your community because we have rich people in the community that don't pay taxes. I feel like rich people should pay the same amount of tax as we do. But the more rich you get, the less you have to pay for shit. Well, it's because they have that donation thing in there. You donate so much money, you don't have to pay a tax. Right, but I don't think that that should be a thing. Like, if you're going to donate, donate. You're doing it because you're helping. Because, like that, going to the food bank. Like, and the, the hardest part for me, too, is like, the the guy on the street on the corner begging for money i with all the shit that we've dealt with when we were growing up it's hard to trust that they are actually homeless but like that's something i I have a hard time with yeah it's trying to like okay well you want money like i'll give you food in jacksonville jacksonville florida yeah Although, so my dad went on a trip to Jacksonville. This is why it's just randomly Jacksonville. He said he went on a, like a business trip to Jacksonville. And he said that's like the profession out there is uh, panhandlers, people begging for money and wanting money and wanting things. But then you can follow one home and when they're done for the day, you can follow one home to home that's nicer than yours or cars that are nicer than yours and all that. Yeah, but then you got the free money. Yeah, the homeless that are sitting in the uh, oh, I can't think of the one next next to the Salt Lake City um mall. I can't think of what the gateway. Oh yeah, the gateway. 
<clears throat> yeah, the the tent city is still over there. Yeah, there are some homeless, but it's hard to donate because, like you said, you don't know who. You just have to find like a program or something like that to help donate to that does help the homeless. Yeah, well, they were saying they did a lot of studies that ninety around ninety percent of homeless will get themselves out of their uh, own issues if they have a place to put their things that are safe. So yeah. there's a there's a couple programs out there that make um, temporary housing that's for free that you they can lock up and because I guess ninety a lot of the problems with homeless is that their identity gets stolen like if they have a passport or an ID and stuff or something like that that shit all gets stolen and they can't apply for jobs and shit like that and they can't prove who they are but if they can have all that stuff in a safe place where it's not going to get stolen. They're saying like ninety percent of them will get themselves out of their own funk. So isn't that what like an income based housing is for? So like it's apartments what it, and things. It's it's what it's supposed to, to be. Income. It's what it's supposed to be, but it's so the the loopholes and all the red tape and all the bureaucratic crap and the politics that go into it have ruined what that's supposed to be. And you still have to have some sort of income in in order to live there, and then yeah. once you hit a certain threshold, that you're kicked once out. Once you hit a certain, th- you get kicked out, and then but that threshold isn't high enough because I, I I've known several people who lived in those. The threshold is not high enough, um, so that you don't just get screwed. Because if you get kicked out of there, then you can't afford anything at the rate that they expect you to be able to survive at. Yeah, and because you can it, afford it, rent, but you can't afford food, or you can afford food, but you can't afford rent in a car. Yeah, so if like, you if you it's own, just it's not a good system. Yeah, if you get like tw- I think it's the caps like twenty or twenty five thousand a year. Which yeah, is, it's really low. It's basically minimum wage. Oh, that's if you make like poverty now. Yeah. Utah. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, is that 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 system also double dips, where you have to pay them, but they also get government assistance. So the government also pays them again so they're basically making twice twice what they're charging you for rent it's it's a it's a crooked ass system and it's all about money and money is power and power corrupts so <laughs> yeah that's why there I was uh, sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say that's why i liked the one that was um completely free like you just sign up and they give you the key to the to the house and like that they'll check on you like once a week or like a daily or something like that see how you're doing and see if you need anything and it helps yeah, out they had that program for a while down in salt lake but i'm pretty sure last i heard they closed it down yeah the um, government yeah the gov- it helped the governor said fuck off yeah, it had it helped a lot of people, and really, like one of the main things is just being able to shower and have clean clothes can get you job interviews. Oh yeah, and like most people are who are homeless, they don't necessarily have any sort of like mental illness or anything like that. I know there's a lot of programs here in Utah that try and help people out, like the what is it like Road to the Road Home or whatever, and then uh, a few different like the Utah Food Bank things like that. Yeah, but it's just not enough. Well, not enough people, like, we tried to start donating, but like that, we can only donate so much before, like, we don't have the money to do it. 
And yeah. we're and me and my wife are pretty well off. Yeah, so with everything see... going skyrocket, yeah. And like volunteering can help out a lot too, but yeah, most of the time they just need money because that's how the world works. Yep. And like that, uh, can you like? I don't know if you you guys have ever gone, but like, you ever gone camping or been super super dirty? Mm-hmm. How much better do you feel about just being clean? Like it literally lifts your spirit sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I agree with that. It's like one of the best thing feelings ever. But yeah, I mean, help, like I guess that that would be a good one is helping your your fellow man out and trusting that it's going to be a, for the better. Yeah, that was one of my things on there too. On my yeah, list. I think the the whole just expecting everyone to rip you off. Um, yeah, I mean there are people who will. But I feel like the mass majority, the the mass, the vast majority out there are not going to like. They're not. That's not their intent. Most people want to help other people. No, but it, it's that whole thing is like the one one bad apple. And so that, that's another thing I noticed though, like that you say most people want to help. Sometimes you just have to ask them. Yeah. Some people don't know where to go, or they're afraid to go do it. But if you ask, like, hey. I mean, even like in your neighborhood, you need help lifting something like just for an mm-hmm. example, like, hey, I just need help lifting this up. Would you mind helping? Yeah. Like a lot of people just like, yeah, that's fine. I'll come help you real quick. Like I was loading up a grill out of, or getting a grill out of my truck and a neighbor just walks over. Would you like a hand? Like, yeah, sure. I like a hand. If you want yeah. to, that's fine. And he's like, I mean, he, he cracks a joke and he's like, just cook me a half a ribs on that and we'll, we'll call it fair. And say, all right, that's fair. But but I mean, it's just genuinely just uh, some people don't know where to go or how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes just well, asking gets somebody going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I to- totally agree with that. I mean, like, I don't know if I've said this on the pod or not, but there, there's been plenty of times like when I was smoking and stuff like that. I know it's not great, but like, you know, when somebody's been really bad and like, smoking is an addiction they're like oh man i don't have any money for gas i don't have any money for cigarettes and blah, blah, blah. can you help me at all and for, i ha- usually help the guy and like threw him a pack of cigarettes and i filled his gas tank up like you're i don't saint, know tom. huh I said you're a saint tom <laughs> well i mean like that that literally asked hey i need this can you help me out and there's been a guy that walked by my house and he's like Man, uh, like I don't, I don't have anything. I had, and he had us like a mini skateboard that he like custom built. It was pretty cool, but it was his only way of getting around. He's like, oh, man, just, just, can you give me like ten bucks and I'll, I'll give you my skateboard. And this skateboard was probably worth two or three hundred bucks. And I'm like, no, dude, fucking just, you can have all the change in my pocket. And Nate knows me for having a shit ton of change in my pocket. Oh yeah, there was probably like twenty bucks in there. <laughs> I think I think it was about like thirty something at the point. It's called Tom I Jingle. Yeah, I, I jingle. <laughs> when I when I carry money, I jingle. And not just because he's pierced. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a different jingle. That's a different chime. <laughs> <laughs> 
the more you know, folks. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, uh, and I just, and he's like, like he, he was down, like, he's like, man, I'm just going to get some change. And then I started just handing shit to him. He's like, holy shit. He's like, I can't, I can't take this. I can't take this. And I'm like, dude, I don't need it here. And like, to me, that's, that's the like sign that they really do need help is that, you start helping them, and then they feel bad for it. Mm-hmm. That's how you know it's somebody that really needs it. Yeah. That's why I wish everybody could be like, I know a lot of people don't like them, but like uh, Dwayne Johnson or like Shaq, those two dudes are loaded, but they always take time to do a service, help somebody else out. Um, well, I, well, I guess acknowledge the people that put them where they're at. Yeah, yeah. well, I want to say Bono does that too, doesn't he? Bono, the U2 singer? Yeah. I know he, he does didn't. His isn't, as in the, his isn't in the news as much as the other two, but... No, but I know, like, he, like, most everything he does is, like, he donates millions. Or he used to. I know, like... Some stuff like The Rock, he he he'll buy a house for a family in need. He'll cover like all the bills and interest and what whatever and whatnot, and so they can just move in and not have to worry about it for, you know, any property tax or anything till the next year or whatever. And uh, Shaq does the same. I remember there was I probably shared the story. There was one I uh, read about Shaq where he went into a neighborhood that was just really run down and kind of slummy. With his dad? The what? The one with his dad after the game? Uh, Where he went and bought a ton of shoes for everybody and new basketballs and basketball hoops for the street. Oh, no. The one you – yeah, I think you shared that one, but you also shared the one where, like, when he was – one of the games he was playing, the guy got in his head and his dad took him and went into the slums. And, like, you really think that you have it worse than these guys? Uh Uh-huh. You're making millions of dollars, and uh, look at these people just wondering how they're going to get by for the next couple hours. And yeah, that yeah that that was true too, that story. But and all like Shaq just went down, and a bunch of kids that needed new shoes, their hoops had no net on it, and the hoops were broken. And he just went and bought them all brand new hoops and yeah. all basketball shoes and new basketballs, and yeah, that think- whole street just hooked up. Yeah, I think you told them, like, they literally called Nike and say, hey, bring a truck down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now that you say that, I remember, because he's asking his agent, what can we do to get this done? And he got they got it done. Like I, I think it took a couple hours to get everything planned and done and got every, every well, because they had to get every kid's size of foot. Right. So they'd all get the right, right size of shoes, so. Yeah, but, yeah well, like, but- those people I like because they're uh, they don't forget where they came from and they give back to those in need. Yeah, well, that's why I like uh, Ken Reeves. Oh, um, did you see that about him earlier this week? Uh, uh-uh, what happened? He, I think it was this week or last week. He was down hiking in southern Utah. Really? Yeah, he was down at, in like the arches and stuff like that, or Moab or somewhere around there. Har- harking, hiking. And some fans met him, and he went and just chatted with the fans and went hiking with them and got video and pictures with them and everything. 
Yeah, I've always liked him because he's always been down to earth. Or that's yeah, what it seems like. He doesn't act better than anybody else. Yeah, well, and he there's tons of stories about him riding the subway and then like meeting a fan and like giving him like a couple thousand just to like help with their bills and stuff like that. I've heard a uh, red man is like that too. At least for a while. I don't know if he's updated his home. You ever see the MTV Cribs? Yeah. So they went to Redman's house and he lived in a rundown, beat up apartment. And they're like, Are you kidding? Is this your home? And he goes, Yeah, that's my home. That's where I live. He's like, I'm not better than anybody else. He's like, I just have a gig that's paying me money. He's like, I'm not gonna go live better than my friends and my you know, my neighbors and things. This is how they are, this is how I am. Yeah, well that that's kind of what the the disconnect when you start like what they were I was I've been watching a lot of stuff on the the higher class and the, a lot of it is a disconnect where you forget those kind of problems mm-hmm. and and you, since you don't have them anymore you're like oh everybody can afford whatever they want at any point in time it's just a disconnect of of how shit really works well, the thing about that, though, is, too, is what people don't understand is some of those people still have the same issues you do. They just have the nicer things. So if they're worrying about mo- you're worrying about money, chances are they are, too, mm-hmm. just because they're making more and can afford something fancier doesn't mean that they're worrying about, you know, food till the next paycheck. No. Oh, speaking of which, I got one. And, and, and what about like, Nate? Nate needs one. We've, yeah. I mean, you've got a couple. Let Nate throw one out. <laughs> Nate, go in. Sorry Nate. to cut what you off, to... Tom, but speak up, Nate. Oh, you're good. Um, I think I've. <laughs> I mean, I, I come I, on, I, Nate. Put in my input. There's, come there's, on, there's, Nate. There's been some things that I've had. Come on, uh... cousin. <laughs> come on, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> um, start calling you cuz. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to like like not go into politics and whatnot, but I think there's definitely a uh, there's something to be said about the amount of uh, uh, what are they called the stupid fucking lawyers that go and uh, are the lobbyists? Yeah, lobbyists. I think lobbyists ruin things for a lot of people because they don't have the interest of the, the population in mind. It's just whatever corporation they're lobbying for. Oh, yeah, because like that, once you start voting and your person gets in, once the lobbyist has them, it's no longer, like you said, no longer in the interest of the people. Yeah, and I think that I think that can be a decent step towards, you know, actually having a political system that is beneficial to the people who live in, you know, in the United States or, you know, whatever whatever country. So you're basically just saying get, get rid of lobbyists. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Thousand percent. I I feel like I think it was Thomas Jefferson said that I can't remember the amount of years. I think I want to say like somewhere between six and ten years that the government needs to revamp and change to fit the times because times are going to change and the rules that they set with the Declaration of Independence and all that aren't going to apply to future generations. So they need to sit down and change it to fit each gener, you know, each new generation 
so that people aren't, you know, we don't have an uprising. We don't have people getting ornery, you know, and things that we're tailoring it to the people instead of, okay, it's tailored to the 1800s and yeah, good luck 2000s. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like a weird law. It's like a weird law thing. Like you can't cross the street in a dress. How does that apply to anybody now? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's also still uh, cities that have uh, sundown laws, which are crazy. Is that like a curfew? Uh, yeah, if you're black, basically, they could, they could kill you. Oh. Yeah. Well, if, I you're mean, out, still, if you're out after dark. Yeah, there's still segregation, too. Yeah. I need to change it to fit the times. Like, revamp mm. it, get everybody out, get people that are new. I mean, these people that are 80 and 90 years old or 60 plus sitting in the, you know, the political seats don't know how the 20 to 50 year old generation works. Like, well, well, the thing is, they don't care. That's what, like, like I was saying, the disconnect, they don't, they have no, to, no idea. That's one thing to make it better is you need to get rid of them and start going by how the, the new generation is coming up. That's where I kind of, you know, I agree with Thomas Jefferson needs to change with the generation. It doesn't need to stay the same. Yeah, but I think what he meant, I don't think has ever happened. No, I, I don't think it has either. I mean, our voting system in and of itself is pretty flawed, too. I mean, we, uh-huh. we're only ever given two choices, mm-hmm. neither of which most like most people would probably choose a completely different party if they had the choice. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's all run by, you know... Well, the, hear that next the presidential election right in, Nate. <laughs> Please no, I do. I do not want. I do not want that. That 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 sounds like a nightmare to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it probably I is would, a nightmare. I would go from looking like I'm 20 into looking like I'm 67 in the span of a year. <laughs> so, so the difference between you and of having sleep and not having sleep. No, it would be so much worse. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I agree. What was the one you were going to go for, Tom? Oh, um, changing our um, education system. Teach our kids how to deal with money, how to deal with taxes. Mm -hmm. Shit shit that they're going to need on a daily basis. Cause like that, I don't. When when I, I got out of school, I had no idea how to deal with taxes. I didn't. Did I, I didn't know about saving money and dealing with credit scores and just the the random shit of daily daily life. You don't get taught credit scores and now FICO scores. Yeah. But yeah, that would have been nice to learn because no offense to my parents, but they didn't teach me crap on that. I think I, that's I was also a hard thing because like, I mean, parent, sorry to cut you off, but yeah, like parents are, you know, most parents nowadays work, you know, 40 to 80 hours a week and they have less time to teach important things. And, you know, that's yeah. why we have public schools and. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, my parents didn't teach me. I know the school didn't, but that's not their I, their purpose net right now. Like, that's why I can agree that they need to do it because they're already getting paid to teach that, you know. 
getting paid to teach, just throwing how to do your taxes, like what to look for, how to take care of it, budgeting, saving money. Like I would have loved to learn all of that. And I didn't learn any of that. I was just a young kid that I got a check. I wanted to go spend it. Yeah. What it, and what it seems like is that most of the teachers want to teach their kids the, the their students and want them to succeed. But the thing is, is like, especially the no kid left behind, you mm-hmm. don't have to try at all and you pass. Mm-hmm. Like that, let people fail. Yeah, you, you learn from failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to teach my son. He likes to be first on everything. And I sit there and go, look, the times you don't win, the times you don't come out first, you're going to learn more from that than always winning. So the next time you go and do it, you're going to be even better. Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely. That, that's how you... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was I was just going to say, I think that's definitely a lesson that needs that needs to be drilled in a lot more, mm-hmm. at least, you know, if it's not through parents, then, you know, through our school systems or whatever, because it took me way too long to figure that out, too. Because, you know, especially like the whole gifted kid thing where, you know, a lot of kids who are labeled as gifted, they just think that they can never fail. And then as soon as they do fail, then it just like everything just comes crashing down. Yeah. Or whenever they're presented with a challenge, then they just. Yeah, they don't know how to deal with it. it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. But like another thing, too, is we need to start stop saying gifted. Because like that, yeah. um, I don't know if you remember, he, uh, I, you know him, um, mm-hmm. and he was amazing artist when we were when we were growing up, and everyone's like, oh, he's just gifted, he's just gifted. No, this dude practiced every fucking day, every single class he was practicing. That's how you get good: practice and failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the whole, I think talent is a, is a four letter word because a lot of the times it is, you know, well, it's not, talent is just time and, you know, Work. time and passion. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so like, I, I don't know how many times I get this because I, like I, I said, fuck it at work and I've just been mm-hmm. drawing and on my desk and people are oh my God, you're really good. I'm like, yeah, I better be a fucking 30 years of practice. Here, here's what I can kind of disagree with that a little, just a little bit. Cause some people do have a knack for it. They still have to practice, but some people can pick things up a lot easier. Like if they were to like, for me, math was easy. I could just go into math and do it really easy. I still have to practice it to remember it. Like, no joke. When I went to go to the ATC to get uh, this meat cutting de- little degree certification, whatever, they had me do fractional math. And I forgot half the fractional math. I was like, what the crap? I got to forget. I got to try to remember how to do some of this because everything I used to do, I just remember and just immediately write it out to a decimal. But in order to pass it out, you know, pass the test, you have to do it as a fraction. It's like, I don't remember how to do some of this. Yeah, well, like, a lot of that stuff is if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, but, like, but, you can still be good at it, but you still have to practice it. It can come easier to you, but you still need to practice it. 
Right, but what I'm getting at is that no matter what that is, everyone can get to the same level, but with different amounts of work. Yeah, some people can start higher, like, let's just say drawing and you got for for year two's sake, is uh, somebody could come out and just be, you know, immediately a really good artist. They mm-hmm. still need to practice to fine-tune it. They still mm-hmm. need yeah. to practice to get better. Whereas, like, say... Maybe, you know, Nate started off as like a 50 out of 100. So he's already, you know, up there. And Tom, you're a 10. But by the time it's all said and done, you're both on the same level. Yeah. I would also say that starts a little higher doesn't mean that you don't need to work at it. No. Uh, Using using your scale of like 1 to 100, I would say that talent will get you to 1 or maybe 2. Where everyone else starts at 0. And then the rest is all just practice. And because you, you know, you have that passion for it or you have that understanding, I feel like most skills are a language of a sort. And once you understand the language or the, or the philosophy or whatever behind it, then mm-hmm. everyone else eventually gets to that same point where they can all progress to the top level. It just depends yeah. on how much work you put into it. Yeah. And that's, that's the like thing I feel is, like some people can progress a little quicker than others too, though. Yeah, but that's some how people... much they put in into it as well. Because like, yeah, like that. If if um, Nate and I put as much work into this other kid as possible as he did, we we would be famous artists. This dude put so much in, and like he's got amazing work. I think the only problem is is that. He doesn't know how to put himself out, but I think he's actually inking for comic books right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to say this quote. I don't remember who said it, but uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't work, so that makes, you never yeah, that progress. makes sense. There, I was, I, I was thinking it in my head, and I was like. I hope that seems right because it kind of doesn't. But in yeah. the end, like, because like from what you said, you could be gifted, you could be given something and not use it and still suck, and yeah. suck in the end. Just because you can start a little bit better, or learn something a little bit quicker, you know, you got to keep at it like everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and like that, the, the, that's what. Uh, so like me. Like everyone, like, well, I can only draw stick figures. Yeah, that's what I started at when I was four or five. No problem is, as I, as I'm still I kept... a stick figure artist. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, that's where I started too. I just kept working while pe- other people were out playing or doing homework and stuff like that, or reading or playing video. Like I was drawing. You hear that, folks? Tom didn't do homework. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> and he still graduated high school. Hey, yeah, college no kid fucker. left behind. <laughs> no kid left behind. <laughs> That's where I think another thing with the world needs to change is like uh, participation awards or trophies. You yeah. just get an award or a trophy for showing, showing up. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you didn't do something to contribute, you didn't do something to help. You shouldn't get anything. No, like, <clears throat> you didn't put in the work. You didn't do any of that shit. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. Like, that bothers me so much when somebody's like, 
oh yeah, this the you know the runner up team, you know the the winner gets this big trophy, but you know since you guys came to here, you know here's your a ribbon or a smaller trophy. It's like no, they didn't win. They don't get it. See, if I you get want that. the kid to be happy, you gotta let them understand a failure. You right. gotta let them understand what losing feels like. They've gotta know it. You, in order to know the so, good, you have to know the bad. So I think there's just like uh, it's well intentioned because I think part of the incentive to that is to get the kid to keep trying, right? The road to um, hell and is if, paved with good intentions. Well, yeah, but. Yeah, it's it's definitely misguided, but I also think that having an incentive for the kid to keep trying as opposed to just yeah, negative I get it. feedback. Because a lot of the times, like especially I... with people and even with dogs, like any sort of like negative feedback or negative reinforcement is less effective than positive reinforcement. And they've seen it time and time again with psychology. And and I think that's where the, it comes into like the sporting world where it will come into proper coaching and proper parenting. Well, I mean, yeah, but I that's can... the thing is most things, most people want to just like throw a bandaid or want a quick solution when most problems are nuanced mm-hmm. and they require more attention. Yeah. Well, I mean, say, so like I, I say like somewhere in the middle, like, okay, your kids got to the championship. Well, I, yeah. So you praise that they get that, but not that, you know, they get a, a trophy. He's like, hey, look, we, yeah. you know, like, you, we only did one win last year. Look, we did 20 wins this year. Look how awesome we did. We'll get it next year. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you, even if you made it the challenge, the championship, don't um, everyone that goes to the Super Bowl get a ring, whether they win or not? No, it's just the winner. I thought all all of them did, but the, the no, they all get the money. They all get money. They get incentives. So yeah. all the dudes, all the dudes, everybody. So I don't know the exact numbers because it's all worked out in all their contracts. But it's like if you make it to the Super Bowl, you get X amount of money. If yeah, you, you get a bonus. In the Super Bowl, you get so much more money. Yeah, but the thing is, they're still getting a bonus to to doing well for the season. And like, yeah. I can, I can see that like, okay, well you get a ribbon if you make it to the championship, but if you win, you get that shiny fucking trophy. Yeah. If you put it that way, yeah, it makes, makes it better, but you just came here and you get it. Like, I don't. Yeah. But the thing is that you're still rewarding all that hard work, all those games you won to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So like it, like I feel like at most things like Nate's saying is the nuance like you have to everything you have to situational. I can agree it's like a fine line. Like you still got to pump them up but you can't Yeah, but you coddle you, them. Yeah, but you can't all oh, you get a ribbon for every game you play. I think there's I think there's something also where it it's I guess it's tangentially connected but uh, shared trauma and wanting to like, you know, well, I had to do this, so that means everyone has to do this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Nate's pointing out my flaws. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't directed at you necessarily. And it's only like, and it's like, only one flaw so far. You know, like that I had to walk twenty miles oh, to what? school, so you have to walk twenty miles to school, or you know, like the the student loan forgiveness pro- program that that's been failing that we. You know, 
well, I had to pay back all my student loans, so you have to pay back all your student loans, which yeah. doesn't solve anything. It just perpetuates the problem. Yeah, and it, it doesn't it doesn't equal the poverty. same thing. Yeah. Which well, creates more poverty, especially when schools have turned into a business instead of a educational system. Yeah. No. Well, but like that, I, I like what Nate was saying with the, the the money. Like I totally get that because there was somebody that I know or that I've heard of that got theirs completely wiped just because of stipulations that they met that I didn't met by one thing or whatever. And it would wipe mine off, but I've paid not like eighty thousand of my my uh, student loan out of my ninety thousand. So like I don't have that much to go, so it's not that big a deal. But like with my wife, she didn't get it either. Hers is a lot more, not it would have helped us a lot more with hers than mine. Like I'm okay with not mine not, but I'm not okay with her not getting it because yeah. we make we make too much money. Like, That's what it always comes down to. Yeah, it, it, it's just like the stupid fucking loophole for the for the the housing too. So just my just me alone, I make too much money. So my wife went out because we were already living tight because you know the economy getting higher, things costing more money. When our daughter was born, we applied to get some government assistance, just a little bit, just to help you know with a newborn. And yeah. while my wife wasn't at work for a few months and they're like, Oh no, your husband makes too much money. You can't, you don't get it. Yeah. And I was like, like double or I, triple. Yeah. If I, if I knew that I'm, if, I was like, then tell me the secret here. If I'm making too much money, tell me the secret here that I need to know that I can make my house payment cheaper when it's as cheap as I can get it right now. Especially mm-hmm. with the interest rates. I can't get my house payment any cheaper. I can't like, you tell me how I'm not going to pay that or pay less on it. You say the same with cars. Tell me how I'm going to get the food cheaper. Are you going to go talk to the grocery store and say, hey, this is Steve. Knock some money off of that bill for him. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't work like that. It's okay. No. Yeah, I make that kind of money, but I'm still paying the same prices as everybody else. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah and no, you've, I, you've nailed the exact same problem that the uh, the income based housing has. Yeah. Like that's almost almost to a T exactly the same problems that they deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, the the interest rate is fucking ridiculous. And like, oh, this is gonna help the inflation. No, you're making it fucking worse. The last time this happened, you put us in a recession. That's why yeah. the banks failed. The government had to bail out the banks because the it got way too high. Yeah, but we're doomed to repeat history. Because what we what we do best, Tom. <laughs> well, I know, but what we as people do best is we don't learn from our mistakes. We keep repeating them and hope that it changes sometime. Well, that's the thing is that we know the the history is going to fuck up, but the people in charge don't give a shit. Well, yeah, that's the problem for the next president. Yeah, well, and like that, they're taken care of. It's not their problem. Especially when a retired president is making uh, six figures as a retirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, the, uh, the economy alone needs to be revamped in this country. I don't a know if a retired president, I think, makes like 260000 a year till they die. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. But one thing to, to realize, 
we are not the only country that are having these issues. So it's um, what's interesting is everyone's like, oh, it's our president, it's our president, it's our president. Our president doesn't affect other countries. So it's our not... president should they also at and laugh at us because we're not as caught up as they are. Our president yeah. also should and does have a lot less power than most people think they do. Oh yeah, it's true. It's true. Like I, I tell that to people, like my wife and people I know is like, you, you know that the president can't do anything without the power of Congress behind him. He wants to come up with an idea. He has to have a whole bunch of other people agree on it. Yeah, I think they the only can't th- just do it. The only thing they can just do is say we're going to war, send the troops. That's the only thing they could do without having to go to the Senate and go into Congress. Well, I don't know if this is still a thing in either, but I think they can veto a bill, but I think they can only do so many. I, I don't know that one. I don't know. Nate would know more than I would, but I want to say that used to be a thing. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, I think it is. I I have not. I buried I'm, my head my head in the sand a long time ago after taking too many poli sci classes. I know. <laughs> well, the, the, like when I was telling you that we used to hang out at his work for hours. I mean, ninety percent of the time we were talking about politics because he would bring me up in in up to speed and a lot of shit that was going along in the world. Yeah, and that was also when I was the most suicidal in my life, so. Yeah. And now you're on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How the times So are changed. you still suicidal? No. Because <laughs> you're on the podcast now? The podcast has turned our lives around, Tom. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, if, if we keep having episodes like this, then maybe. <laughs> this is kind of a sad one. I'm going to hear it from my wife. My wife's going to tell me she couldn't listen to it. <laughs> Yeah, that's all good. It's still, I mean, I'm still having fun. Don't get me wrong. It's just, you know, the Nazi talk and the. <laughs> well, I, I <laughs> wanted to way go, Tom. We could change it. I told you I was going in the complete opposite direction. Okay, let's lighten. Let's lighten it. Something that we could change <laughs> in all the cities around here. In the okay? cities, donate. In the cities, okay. If you're sitting at a freaking light and you're waiting to turn, you should get a green light regardless. Even if there's a car, give them a freaking light to turn. One car. That's it. Yeah. That's just a, that, that just a sounds like a pet the peeve. Turning lane, there needs to be a green arrow given. That just sounds like a pet peeve. It, How it, about a uh, sex work legal in all all cities and states? Ooh. Uh, I I, I want to. I could see some dangerous on repercussions that. on that. I just hired that sixteen year old. I just paid him, and they agreed. Well. I regulated, mean, regulated. Yeah, regulated. Yeah, you get rid of the oh, like, a, like a burlesque house. Yeah, I mean, you know, the bunny what's it called? Uh, the bunny the you got to legalize a casino in Utah before you can get yeah. one of those. Well, well no. Yeah. It, it, so the bunny ranch in Nevada is the the safest and most regulated uh, brothel in the United States. I mean, OnlyFans has also been doing a a pretty decent job of giving people sex work. So, yeah, but like the the demoralization of being a sex worker, who gives a shit? Like, why is that such a negative thing? Like, we're just gonna look at you. They're just gonna look at the woman and go, 
your husband likes it. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like the, the negativity that goes along with it, but I'll actually go with Nate a little bit extra on this one. Certain drugs like weed and other ones, um, I feel like crack and cocaine legalized. No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But like some of the, the safer ones, like you like, just like warning labels, like nicotine is more addictive than half of those. Same thing with sugar. Mm -hmm. And that's fucking legal. But like the weed, why are we still having that illegal? Just tax it like you do alcohol. It's, and same regulation, same everything. You can't it's use heavy machinery. Stigma. It's the stigma. Yeah. The, and the thing is, the stigma came from the government. Yeah, but it, yeah, I mean, but, it's it's more of a racial thing than anything else, to be honest. It's so beat in everybody's head, head that it's bad, that it's everybody thinks it's bad. Well, same thing with cocaine. Cocaine was the same thing until it turned into a rich white white person drug. Then shit went down. Oh, unless yeah. it unless it's owned by a black man, then it's crack cocaine, and they get a higher sentence. Yeah. No. So <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of it's just a racist thing. Yeah, I, I, to me, I like get rid of it locally, donate and stop racism. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I feel like we've done it. Need... We've we've solved the problems. We've made a better world. Have we even scratched anything? <laughs> No. Here, people need to be less anal about everything, too. Yeah. Hey, I like my anal. Not giving it, just being it. Who said I was giving it? (laughs) You said you like it. Oh, gosh, Tom. (laughs) Took you a minute. (laughs) It did. (laughs) It did. (laughs) But still, like, people don't need to not be ornery about everything. Like, life goes on. Accidents happen. Things happen. Like, you can't prevent it. Like, don't tell me how to live my life. You can't prevent You don't need to get mad about it and go home and get yell at your family because of something that happened that they had nothing to do with. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just what is it? Transference? It's just psychology bullshit. And it's not being able to deal with your own problems. You know, yeah. maybe a nice session of therapy mandatory once a year for everyone might be pretty decent. Yeah, only if insurance pays Nate's for our it. Therapist. Uh, no, no, I'm not the therapist. I was going to say, that. I don't want well, I'm not going to ther- therapy if <laughs> Nate's my therapist. <laughs> He's going to make your problems worse. I'm just kidding. Ten minutes <laughs> in, I'd just be like, shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> I don't care about your, your cat fluffy i've heard enough uh-huh. <laughs> no, next I, year. I would i would even i would even say once a month no yeah but i mean you, you you can't even convince people to go to the doctor once a year so no like people think the doctors are are even Hitler. when you get the incentive to get 500 dollars on a health savings account it still won't get people to the doctor yeah nope. Here's what I don't like. I started doing that to cash in work. Uh, work gives us insurance will give you five hundred dollars for doing a physical, but before the end of September. Yeah. 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 I did that. And now I get all these problems. <laughs> yeah. 
Every time I go to the doctor, there's something new. <laughs> that's called that's called aging. Uh-huh. I know, but I don't like it. I don't <laughs> want to be told it. I just want to live. Just because the doctor isn't telling you that it's happening doesn't mean it's not happening. Yeah, you no, can't just bury your if hand. If I don't know it, thing. then I don't. Then it's not happening in my head. You, you know, know, that's fair. <clears throat> Honestly, I only go to the doctor when I need to. Well, that's me too, but I like that extra $500, so I go to get that. Yeah, well, I've already met my deductible, so I don't give a shit. For a physical? No, I don't need the 500 health saving plan. I already met my deductible, so all my shit's free anyway. Well, no, it's just an extra $500 you could use to buy, like, medical, like, your prescriptions or buy your... Uh... That's yeah, what I'm band-aids saying. Band-aids my... or things, stuff you need around the home. Uh, well, besides band-aids, all my shit's free. So you just walk into Walmart and grab some Neosporin and walk out with it? <laughs> I mean, I won't. You I said don't, it's free, Tom. <laughs> don't, don't tell if you, tell anybody and we'll go with the that. Emergency first aid kits are free? How did you do that? I want one. I don't have emergency free first aid kit why it's what a t-shirt's for <laughs> old school bitch well, old school or just not up to date school i mean same thing and i mean when i guess yeah how many times have we had boomer tom in this in this episode so far yeah any <laughs> don't act like you weren't right there with me nate <laughs> look i'm not i i haven't been saying shit like that also uh-huh. never said some fucking eugenics bullshit either so hey just because <laughs> i said all it you I, that is does, all you doesn't mean i agree with it oh man on that folks we hope we didn't scare anybody away for the day <laughs> if we did we understand if you made it through the episode, congratulations. Uh-huh. And just remember, <laughs> I. Yeah. There I were at least two good dick jokes in the show, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. What were you going to say, Tom? I was going to say, I don't actually believe in half the shit I say. I know. That's why I still but, love you, Tom. Uh huh. But you don't know which half. This is true. <laughs> it's the mystery that counts. Uh huh. So, I, yeah, I guess just for, yeah, people like we all have our own opinions. If you don't like it, like that's fine. But sometimes it's just nice to throw out something, just pick somebody's brain. No. So, like some of the <clears throat> questions I posed to you, Tom, like the. After you have one kid, you get a hysterectomy. I don't believe it. It's just, you know, it's a question to pose just to generate feedback, you know, conversation. But it's shit that's been happening. That's happened in our world in the past. Like, I totally bring it up. That's the whole reason I brought this up. It's our, our history repeating itself. And just the craziness that the... We should, we should go crazy old school. And if we're going to talk about medical needs, we should just go back into the medieval times. And when you get sick, they just cut you and you bleed it out. 
Yeah, or the <laughs> or the the medical advancements and leeches. Yeah. Oh, your leg hurts. Let's put a cut in it. It'll bleed the pain out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad we're out of that shit. Yeah. No. If we were still back there, I would have. I, I would have been dead. So would my wife. Oh yeah, me too. I I would have died a long time ago. And I would just be trotting along, hoping I didn't know anything was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that that weird kink in my hip, huh? Hey, I have had hip problems, so you did know that. <laughs> I had those in first grade, though, so that's been a long time. Yeah, you just probably at this point you'd just be hobbling along if you something hadn't killed you already. Yeah. I, that's where I just make the jokes and make light of it so people would laugh and think I'm just a court jester. Uh-huh. <laughs> Steven is gargling jokes. Keep him around. <laughs> Either that or you offend the wrong person and get beheaded. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. They got to bleed it out of me, right? I got a bad joke. Got to bleed the j- bad jokes out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, remember, <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks for joining in. And bye. Yeah, lots of fun. See you guys. Bye. Oh, thank you.